Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the Wizarding world. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We were really excited to go chapter by chapter and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the original book series, but that's over now. Um, today, we're discussing scenes 48 through 56 of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. We have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Um, support Black Girls Create. You can check out our Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org support. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deb, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now, for Wizard Team News. So in light of recent events um, of... Massive fuckery. Uh, the headmaster has extended the Black Girls Create birthday house cup until June 6th. So what we're asking for now, instead of donating to us, please donate to organizations that are working on the front lines to combat police violence, um, organizations that are providing bail uh, funds for protesters on the ground. Any donations to the Black Visions Collective in Minnesota, Reclaim the Block from Minnesota, North Star Health Collective, also from Minnesota, the Louisiana, Louisville, sorry, Louisville Bell Fund um, and other Bell Funds will be counted towards the House Cup. In order to get points, just send us a screenshot of your receipt and points are one to one. So if you donate a dollar, you get one point for your house. Um, we, all of these links and we have a lot of different places. Right. Uh, there's Bell, a lot of like local spots. So like I would also recommend that you, you find the places that are close to you. Yes. Um, and that are like within your community. Yeah. Um, our Twitter account has shared the threads. If you are signed up to our newsletter, we our newsletter was just um, threads of our links to where you can go and support uh, the protesters and the people on the street. And remember, Black Lives Matter. Um, magical birthdays. So... <laughs> So this, so tomorrow, Thursday, is Kendi's birthday. So shout out to Kendi. And then Friday and Saturday is Draco and Dudley's birthdays. So whatever. I mean, you know what? It's Dudley, a, my, Dudley, we had the they glimpse of a hint done some of work. The, doing it's some work. It's not to say that they, we didn't see it. Yeah. But we don't know. Have. But it's possible. It's yeah. not a, you know, foregone conclusion that no work has been done. You know? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, tangent time. I have mine. Okay. I knew what it was. They were like they were like three sort of <laughs> Um, so I am organizing my room and I feel really great about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like very happy. <laughs> um just like I I mean, I've been in this room for what? I mean, it was off and on because I moved. I left and then I came back. Um, and then like I rearranged it when I moved back here, and that was like two years ago. And now I'm just at home most of the time or all the time, all the time. All the time. <laughs> it was most of the time before and now it's all the time. <laughs> and I was just like, I like my room is fine, but if I'm going to be here, I want to make it more of a space for me now. So I got a new desk. <laughs> I've cleared out my closet, which is like, that's really the one. Cause that's where all the, like, that's where all the shit like accumulates for mm-hmm. me is like, 
even if even like because i'll clean out my closet occasionally but that mostly is just like oh i'm sorting through clothes but i have a lot of other things in there like books Books. and like all these textbooks from college that i will never look at um and again some that i will like i kept all the black ones that was pretty much it (laughs) and then and then shakespeare because i I literally recently did this again like cleared out because i every time i like rearrange my bookshelf or whatever I'll find something from college. And at first it was like, I, okay, I cleared all my textbooks and whatever, but I kept all of my like English class stuff, mm-hmm. all of my sociology books, um, and then my black ones. And then, well, next time I cleared it out, I got rid of a lot of English books exactly. that I'm not going to read again, but kept a lot of sociology ones. And then the last time I did it, I found a bunch of soci- like, and the text, their textbooks isn't they were like assigned to class, but they're right. not. They're not like text. 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 Some of them yeah. are. Like I, like for me, it was more like, because I um, majored in English, so I had. Oof, the number of books, but also the number of like racist ass books. So like, and I haven't like given the books away yet because I, you know, I have to fig- figure out where to donate them. And like, you know, folks are still shut down. So we'll figure that part out, but they're out of my closet and they're in a place and they're in like, they're collected in a way that I know that they will soon not be in my African-American home. And so <laughs> I am really excited to get rid of like Gertrude Stein. Who needs her? No Jane one. Reese. No thanks. You know, Pass. like William Faulkner. Nah, fuck that dude. Anyway, eh. I don't want it. Mostly though. fuck him. Mostly, but... you know what I mean. So I'm just like, I just am really. He had some bars. I mean, he had some bars, but like <laughs> a lot of people have bars, right? Like, and they should have been out here like that. So right. yeah, so that part is also really because I like kept. I just had. I just kept like when I moved. Um, when I came home, like for. No, because I was like, when I was in college, I just was accumulating books. So they were just stacked everywhere because I couldn't like do anything with it. But once I like graduated and I was organizing stuff, I just kept it all and just put it away. Um, And so now I was like walking in my closet and I was like, I need more space for like clothes and for like other stuff. So I was like, these just, they got to go. I'm very excited about that. I will say there's something really like great about fixing and molding a space to where you are now Mm -hmm. and like every time I've like done something like that I've been like well I you know I everything's I have everything I don't need anything else or whatever but it's like no but the way I live now or the way my brain is organized and stuff like that it's like yeah and I mean like my room has been great for like when I was moving home so like (laughs) I moved home and I I did a whole lot I cleared out hella shit I moved in stuff I had to like merge like the stuff that was in my apartment when I was in Chicago with like the stuff that I had left behind <laughs> after college. Um, and like, I threw away a bunch of stuff and it was great for when I was like 24 and like, <laughs> you know, had just moved home and didn't need as much. Like now I feel like I'm much more settled here. And like, so I'm like, I need a fucking desk so I can get some work done. Like I need, you know what I mean? Like I know kind of like what I'm doing. When I moved back, I didn't really have yeah. that clear of an idea of like what I was going to be doing. Um, whereas like now I'm pretty clear. So like, <laughs> I just need to now have my room reflect, reflect that. Cause usually then I'm like, also, I just, I'm so excited about the desk <laughs> because I can like work and close my door. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that the, the door closed will be respected, <laughs> but at least it's there. <laughs> so, it gives you the illusion. Yeah. Of like yeah. some kind of like, like place where I can kind of focus. Um, and like, I'm not done either. So I'm like looking forward to, cause like I, like gotten a new bed and like that's coming at some point it's gonna take a minute but it's coming so i just have like different things and like stuff that i'm clearing out like this weekend i've just been like clearing out a bunch of stuff that like some of it was 
from like when I moved back. Some of it I just didn't look at at the time because I was just putting stuff away. So mm -hmm. it's from like five, six, seven years ago. I found some stuff that was like that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. Like there's this birthday card I found. I'll show it to you after we're recording. Um, that my mom made for my dad but as if it was from me when I was 10 <laughs> months old. So it was like his first birthday as a dad. Oh. And so she had made him a card. And so I was like looking through all these pictures and stuff that I had. And I saw that and I was like, what, what is it? And I'm like, oh, and I was like, I think I've seen, cause I've seen the picture, but I never like realized that it was like, mm -hmm. so that That's was cool. Cute. So I just found like a lot of like random stuff like that. Um, so that's nice. And a lot of pictures that like look exactly like Aminata, but they're me. So that's also cute. <laughs> so many of those. Um, but yeah, so that part, that's been really nice. I think especially given like everything that's going on right now, um, it's kind of nice for like, it feels nice to be able to like have like a space I can control and then also just like organize and keep that, at least I can keep like this part, like it's mm -hmm. within my control, you know what I mean? Like I can keep this part together. Um, so that's been cool, even though usually I would take a hell, like I haven't cleaned my room, even just like a basic clean my room in months. So now <laughs> it's just like a full like overhaul or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's been nice. So my tangent's about music. Uh, so the, this whole thing has like gotten me really triggered. I went, I flew to Baltimore in 2015 after Freddie Gray. Um, and so I've been like following along all this stuff and I've been mm -hmm. feeling that same amount of like anxiety and like fear without actually ever leaving my house. Um, yeah. And then also seeing the stuff popping off in Oakland where I used to live, like in like the streets I would walk every day mm -hmm. to get home and stuff like that. So I've been like really just kind of reading fanfic and listening to music and like listening to and watching videos um because i love music videos uh and so i was on this like really big like stormzy uk uh rap uh kick that like i just love stormzy in general like who he is as a person and like him being like 24 and huge and like but still he like he's only like 24 yeah like now today yeah like today oh, he's like maybe crazy. 25 now but like huh. they're like these mo so you see him and he's huge and he's big and he's dark skinned and he has all yeah. of those I things mean, I didn't of like think he was like old but i didn't yeah. think he was younger than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and and so he and he you know those pictures of him when he's like being real serious and real mm -hmm. like i'm you know grimy and whatever and then there are these like t moments in which he's just 24 right. and you're just like oh my god squeeze your cheeks um so i've been like going through all those videos and like he's done a couple songs with burner boy and then i fall into a burner boy trap right. and then burner boy has a song with dave and then i fall into a dave trap and then aj tracy and so um it's been oh okay so amani says he's 26 now Oh, 27. I've been listening to his first album. He was 22 when that came oh, out. Right. So, okay. Math. He's turning 27. Yeah. Math. Okay. Cool. So, same age. Yeah. Same age. I was age. like, dang, younger? Like that? <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> younger than but me. But I will say also, like, but, like, I still, like, forget that I'm, like, on the other side of 20. Not that, like, <laughs> that, you know, like, in my late 20s now, which mm -hmm. is, like, truly where I am. And I'm very excited to be here. But I forget <laughs> often. So, yeah. because they're younger than me, I'm. 99% of the time, I'm shocked. Yeah, I still am. Because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, nobody's younger than me. <laughs> I mean, until I moved up here, yeah, I was like that too. So, um, yeah. So then today, when we're recording or whatever, um, 
there was the Kirk Franklin and Fred Ham uh, verses, and I forgot. And I like the thing is, it's like I love when you like go through these like music moments. So earlier, um, I guess last month, two months ago, I don't even know. It was like the 20th anniversary of No Strings Attached, and I went hard, like deep, deep, deep dive back into and think and like. It just, and it's not even like, oh, I'm back to when I'm like 15 again. Right. But it like brings up those kind of like emotions and that like memories of yeah. like that, those feelings that you had and like mm -hmm. being very excited about things and being very optimistic. And, um, and so this verse has happened and I was like, yo, I used to be the kid who went to church camp, who was in like the groups and like, um, I used to sit my butt back in the back of first Baptist uh, church, uh, youth choir practices and lip sync until someone finally acknowledged that I shouldn't be there. <laughs> and I could go back to kids Bible study and back to children's <laughs> church. Maybe, you know, my mom was like, maybe you want to be an usher. I was like, maybe, but I really shouldn't be at <laughs> choir practice. I ain't helping nobody. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. And like, so I just remember, like, I remember stop. I remember like all of the kids that like can't, I remember our first Baptist, like, uh, music director who actually is like you'll like we'll see him sometimes on like Sunday at uh, the BT like Sunday Soul and mm -hmm. stuff and he's like I'll be in the car with my mom so my mom like ninety nine percent of the time if you're in the car with her she's playing like the Luther Vandross station or Kirk Franklin station um and he'll show up yeah. and I'm, and he's always like do you remember it <laughs> I'm like I do I remember <laughs> him because we spent all of our time at that church um and so yeah there's just something like really great about music in general uh in general and just yeah. like how it makes you feel but then also like the way it's like the, you know the thing that they say about like sense and how that like gives you like mem like it's like an emotional memory when you listen to music mm -hmm. it's not so much mm -hmm. like oh i was here when that song or whatever it's yeah. just like oh i remember being happy or yeah, you remember like that feeling that though. feeling yeah. and it's also like something about gospel so i can't like y'all i used to be church girl for like my first college party I, or my first couple of college parties, I used mm -hmm. to walk around with sprites because someone told us at church camp that you could be like, oh, I'm I'm good. Like, it's a mixed drink. You know what I mean? Like, how to be, uh, like, not undercover Christian, but, like, how to be Christian and not fall into temptation or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the first time I got drunk, I cried because if God came down today, he would be upset oh. at how I was comporting myself. Oh, I, like, no. said that to people and then, like, couldn't talk to them for, like, three weeks afterwards. Wow. Like, yeah, I used to be there, and I'm not there, and I don't want to go back there, yeah. but, like, there is something great about being, like, oh, I used to, like, be full in the <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. they'll, then they'll say something, like, they'll forget to mention all of the women, the Black women who mm -hmm. were murdered by the police, and you're, like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, but it's, yeah still, it's, just, it's like a moment, and, yeah. That, that emotional, like, oh, and I just want people to go and find, um... <laughs> uh, find the thing that like pulls that emotional memory mm -hmm. sense like uh, and then like hold on to that right now because like those are precious moments yeah for sure so yeah yeah and listen to Stormzy in general because it goes oh man the audacity oh man Sorry. It's fine. Moving on. What's next? <laughs> Moving on to things that... We don't want to talk about. Don't, they don't bring those feelings. Oh, look at this. Um, um, you can get... Oh, you're drinking beer. I'm I drinking a longboard. I, I didn't do alcohol today. But I'm drinking a biggin. I don't know if I'll finish it. Yeah, it's pretty large. 
But uh, yeah, I used to not drink. I mean, not used to. Um, I stopped drinking though for a bit, and then I I'm, I'm sitting here like, did I ever stop? I mean, I've only been able to drink legally like for five years. <laughs> That's hilarious. There but also, to- like, I I don't. I've never really like. Wow, I don't really wow. I used like to that. wow. Out. I like to sip. I don't really like to. I don't really drink to get drunk. drunk. I have like a few times, and y'all have heard <laughs> like two of the four times that I've <laughs> drank to get drunk. But um, huh, I used to do yeah. both and frequently, and you know what? With some skill, if I want to be honest with myself, <laughs> I used to be like a world champion, first team All American drunk, and you know, until you storm into a station. <laughs> oh no. Ooh, anyway, it's right. fine. <laughs> uh, previously on Wizard Team. Um, oh, so we go to the circus that displays underbeings, um, one of which is a maledictus who is cursed to turn permanently into a snake eventually. Um, she then bites the undertaker. Undertaker? That's not right. Ring, ring leader. Ring master. master. Wow. <laughs> I mean... Whatever. It, whatever. No, we don't care. <laughs> no, we don't care. But them... Bites them. Escapes. Oh, Bim! We didn't mention No, them. yeah, I didn't. We're gonna... I, mm, if we have time, we can talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, well, let me see. I had other ones too. I was like, Lord of the Rings, and I was like, no. Consolidate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so the Maledictus is Nagini, but you know. Yeah. In Wizard Team canon, not our Nagini. Who is really cozy in my uh, closet, by the way. I figured like she couldn't have like human fashion, but she could just be around me at just normal fashion. So she's nuzzled in my fuzzy sweater because <laughs> I can't wear it because it's hot as hell. Your little sister just asked if she could wear my fuzzy sweater, and I was like, no. And she's like, you never wear yours anymore. I was like, because it's hot as hell. 100 degrees. What are you talking Where about? Where am I supposed to wear it to? <laughs> we got the air on. You don't even you wear the air it on anymore. And it's still hot. Yes. Like she's she's not even wearing hers. Wait. That don't even make sense. Go away. That's wild. Um, anyway, so Credence and Nagini uh kind of have a cause a <laughs> diversion, I guess, to help them escape. Um I don't know why that was so funny to me. Kind of have a there was a I mean, because I just it's just you know. Some shit went down to make something else happen, and none of those, and neither one of those things matter. But yeah, they caused a diversion with a with the fire drinks, and then Nagini Nagini bit the one dude, and then they like ran away while everything kind of goes like kind of explodes. Tina is there, and she was looking for Credence, um, but like either he doesn't see her or doesn't care, and is like, "I'm still out here, whatever." Um, Also, there's this dude named Yusuf Kama who's also have credence and wants to prove who he really is for some reason. So now he and Tina are going to team up. Um, Grindelwald said, pass me the hookah and is talking about some shit and why credence is going to eventually come to him. Um, Newt and Jacob take a port key or, to France and that's where we are. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> Frankie got a raincoat. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so we left off. So before we get into it further, let's have a pause for our sponsors. Um, before we get started, can I just say that there has never been a time that I have cared less. Like, so, 
the world is on fire and I legit didn't know what day it was. Yeah. And then Saturday came around and I only remembered it was Saturday at like 9 p.m. Yeah. when I started talking to Deb about the newsletter mm-hmm. and then we were talking about the newsletter and then it was 2 a.m. Right. and then I had to like, you know, go to sleep. Um, so I didn't read this until an hour or two ago. And even then, like, there is, towards the end, y'all know this, I stopped reading the chapters um, mm. beforehand Yeah, for, uh, uh, for Harry Potter, but it wasn't because I, like, didn't care. It was because I knew them so well, and I felt like I wasn't having, like, spontaneous, I wasn't, like, I would have these thoughts and then I'd think them through while I was reading them and I wouldn't right, have, them, wouldn't on have the, them on the podcast. on the podcast. And so I was like, I'm gonna, you know, just like let Bayana, who does know is a note taker and stuff like that, like, you know, she will lead the conversation and then as we're going through, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also allowed for really funny times when I would like say something and then like two sentences later. <laughs> um, but that still happens just because I can't remember shit like, yeah, like- in any any point. So even though I have read these chapters before, I will still say something, and then two seconds later, the answer will resolve itself. But um, I don't, I've never read this. I've seen this movie once. Yeah. And I still am not like, oh, let me think deeply about it. I'm just like, let me get through it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is actually like yesterday, I read my, I read it last night. Yeah. I had planned, because I was cleaning my room, and like, mm-hmm. I at the time would like much that was what I was like really into doing. And then at the end, well, really the thing is I was supposed to, I was supposed to read it Friday. Cause usually I read it Friday. Like I make myself do it yeah. on a specific day, but I was building my desk. And so that didn't happen. And then yesterday I was going to do it in the morning, but then I got caught up. Like then I was just like, Oh, but I should move this. And I should move, you know what I mean? Like you just get, so I did it last night. Cause I was like, Oh, it's Saturday. And I should just yeah, do it. Just do it. Just get it over with. That's kind of, that's kind of, yeah. That's what it is. But, it is. but like I enjoy recording, so that's the other thing. It's yeah. like, like this weird like dichotomy where I'm like, this the actual material is meh, but like <laughs> actually talking it out is fun. So it's just you gotta do it to get to the yeah. thing. Um but And it's also nice that we were going to have an hour or two where we can just like be outraged about some dumb shit. Um, we didn't mention, and I don't know if we should have in our like news about J.K. Rowling continuing to be a turf. Oh, yes. But that is also I a problem like... with like me get, getting geared up to these because it's like Harry Potter has a has engraved itself on my heart in a way in which it's just like okay, I don't care what that lady who that lady is yeah. or what she's doing. I didn't even know until somebody was like, "Oh, did you see?" I think Delia tweeted about <laughs> yeah. That. And I was like, no, because... She blocked and or muted. Um, she's not... I don't remember. She's one of them. I think she's just muted, but definitely yeah. unfollowed. Um, so because... And, and, and I don't know why I didn't see Delia's tweets, because Delia's definitely not muted or anything. <laughs> so, But somehow I missed it, and I was like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. But so I think, like, yeah, there's because because we've had we had so many good years where she shut up and we just had the books mm-hmm. and and or the movies or whatever. Um, and I don't know, pre Twitter, I guess she only answered the questions that people asked her 
And so she didn't yeah, have time or like she didn't have the it. like she didn't she didn't have like Well, like we didn't talk about the fact that she has like a new book thing happening coming out. Yeah. Because we don't we're not. Yeah. We're and not. also like shout out to people. I only heard only one person sent that news to me and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Um, people like that's no. Part, that's also part of the thing because it was related to that. Yeah. So she's got this new children's book she's working on, um, or it's not even a book. It's like a story that's coming out online, like in freight in pieces or whatever. Um, and in her attempt to like uh, publicize like that this thing is happening and like promote it, she accidentally copy pasted some turf shit and just further reminded us who she was and why we don't follow or care about what she has to say and is not interested in any of the new shit she has to put out. Um, and it was, it was, it's just funny because it's like, there is beauty in falling in love with a book that you don't know anything about the author mm-hmm. and like, and that the author isn't in your face with their bad opinions or whatever, because yeah, I, I Sooner, sooner or later, I'm going to reread Harry Potter, and I'm not going to care about like I'm going to love it, and I'm not going to care about J.K. Rowling. But it's also hard to get like excited when the material is bad and the person who wrote the material is bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like all I, the only joy I get out of it is talking to y'all and shitting on it. Pium pium. Um, I'm reading uh, Wolfstar fanfic. I just started one because I'm trying to work my way back into reading mm. books. Okay. So scene 48. Um, Newt and Jacob are there in France now. So they peer around a corner. Um, a French policeman is standing in front of the statue of a robed woman. So that's that statue that got Tina into, like got her into the, the circus, circus or whatever. Um, Jacob is pale, sweaty, and still clutching a bucket, which has come in handy. I didn't like that porky Newt. Um, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, and then Newt confunds the policeman, which, like, honestly, I was going to be mad because, like, you can't, you're not supposed to use magic on muggles, but fuck 12. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? I don't actually give a fuck. Um, so, anyway, uh, Newt. Leads Jacob through the statue and into magical Paris, which I was like, all of Paris? Yeah, that was the thing. It's like, is it? It's not like Diagon Alley, which is like, it feels like, a, you know, like the shopping, the high street of the magical world. But magical London just exists in pockets around London. It's not right, like, that's what I, I was like, it's not, a, it's not a mirror dimension. Right. It's not like <laughs> a parallel universe. <laughs> It's literally just we got some hidden areas. Yes, in in this this major city. Areas. Um. Yeah. So it's very weird. Like, I mean, it's it's just a strange. Like, some of the wording in these movies are very strange because, like, I get like on the broadest sense, yes, they're going into magical Paris, but that's just like not. Again, that's just not how the world works. works. Yeah. Um. And so. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, Latte posted a picture with she drinking her wine bottle. Yeah, get it to the head. I didn't ask you to get wine when you went to the store, and then I was I was looking at it too, and I was like, no one asked for it, so I'm not gonna do it. Always get wine. 
Girl, by the time I went to the store. No, no, no I'm not saying it's, I'm not, I'm not actually upset because it's on me. Like afterwards, I was like, damn, that wasn't on my yeah. list. I didn't get any protein. <laughs> no one had protein on the list. I didn't get any. That's... There is none. I think I got one big tofu. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so Newt uses the spell um, Apare Vestigium. It's a tracking spell that material materializes as a swirl of gold, which illuminates traces of recent magical activity. So I'm pretty sure I semi-remember this scene um, because it reminded me of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and like the way, that, especially like the first season. Mm-hmm. Um like after that explosion happened in the pilot and then like Fitzsimmons used the, the, the yeah, their little like spectrometer or whatever. Yeah. So like re, so that, that reminded, it reminded me of that, which is why I remember it from the movie. But like, I also was vaguely paying attention at this point. I also I was, like, was like, at one point I, I was like, this would have been very cool for Harry Potter to have. It's funny that right, they had that's, it that's exactly, that's 50 years too, before like, Harry Potter really needed it's, it. So convenient, and like it's one of those problems with like making, especially in these kind of stories. I think where you like making a story set in the past, like you can't make the magic more advanced than the magic that we're learning in the first series. But I see you wanting to make it more spectacular because it comes after the first series, but you can't do that mm-hmm. because then you break the rules of the first. So, like, I, I understand there's like a struggle about it. The only thing I don't get is that they don't seem to care. There, but there's also a way in which you can make it more spectacular without making it more advanced. Like, say what you will about um, Wild Wild West, the movie mm-hmm. with uh, Will, Will Smith and Chris something. But it was, a, it was a steampunk western. And that shit was cool and fantastical mm-hmm. and magical. But it was also janky as hell. And, like, you knew. Yeah. It was. And it was, like, it's all running on steam. And it, so it's of the time. Right. It's much more fantastical than anyone was doing. You know what I mean? But, like, it was steampunk. And, the, like, the beauty of steampunk is, like, we're going to make this, like, magical-ass shit. But, like, then you're, like, oh, man, imagine what you could have done if you had, like, arc energy reactors, you know what I mean? Arc reactors and something like that, right? It's still running off of, like, steam and coal. And so, you know, it it doesn't have that, like, super advanced magic to it, but it is is that it can still work. Like, that, and that's the thing is, it's like, like, even, like, okay, if we're talking Marvel, like, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, was set in the 30s, right? So, like, almost around the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they didn't have nanites and whatever the fuck. Like, they weren't on their chest and now they're <laughs> Iron Man. But, like, it still had enough, like... And it had, like, alien tech. Yeah, tech. and it had alien tech. And but, it had all these things that, like, obviously are fictional. But, like, this is magic. So, and and I think that, like, showing, oh, these are the restrictions that we had at that time in terms of, like, magical advancement actually raises the stakes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, especially given that this is originally supposed to be about like the creation of fantastic beasts like the books or whatever and him traveling around the world and studying these beasts like learning like what things he wasn't able to do because he didn't have the magic for it whereas like now in like harry potter times he would have been able to do that you know what i mean like those or even just like making things that we see in the harry potter world like him coming up with them or like these Mm -hmm. newer or whatever um you could have done something similar to this like there's like a trace spell that is a spell that we know about 
and like just figured out, oh, like the way that Newt's brain works, he's able to like make use this trace bell with this potion to do this thing. Right. Right. But it's not, it's like making the spells that we have seen or that are available um, and then combining them in interesting ways. It shows Newt's, how, what makes Newt special, what makes him different, what makes him so indispensable to Dumbledore that he's the only one that can go after Grindelwald right. because he's the one that's able to say like, I'm going to take this trace spell and this potion that I made up and this charm that no one knows about because I just decided sectum simper type shit and put all those things together and make this. But if it's a spell that you can just like say, then why doesn't everyone have that knowledge and why doesn't Harry Potter use that 50 years later? Right. Whatever. Um, but she's not interested in more world building, as no. we've clearly seen. Um, because like uh Latte said, like she didn't even utilize the beauty of Paris because this movie could literally have been anywhere. Um it really could. But yeah, so and then we can see that because instead of like doing the world building, um, he just makes Newt Sherlock for a little bit. And the Niffler are bloodhound. Yeah. And like like it's it it makes no sense. You like couldn't scene, control a fully grown Niffler in New York, and then now now sudden, you have a baby. And it's only been or like whatever, months, a couple later. of months or whatever, maybe a year, but barely. Yeah, but suddenly this same Niffler from the last that was totally trained. All that havoc, and you couldn't train him when he was a baby, but now all of a sudden a month later you were like, oh, we gotta pull this together, so we gonna get you. Anyway, so he Accio's a Niffler first off, which is like he did. But yeah, he and, I, and honestly, I I really don't like like I initially when it, when it happened the first time, I was like, this isn't how it works, and that's stupid. But now I kind of hate it within like the context who, of it working. Well, no, within the context of who Newt is, like mm. so it sh like you shouldn't like as someone who like his whole thing right is like he's here to like protect. Um, and take care of like these magical creatures and to kind of like open folks' eyes to like the ways that they are valuable and useful and whatever. He wouldn't treat um, them like circus. He animals. wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't just be like, oh, Accio, right? He'd be like, hey, uh, what's up, Niffler? Can you come help me out for a little? You know what I mean? Like it just seems it just seems really like rude and like not respectful. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think about this a lot as someone who is a pet owner and who loves my pet very much. There is a way in which you Train your dog or train your pet. Doesn't just have to be a dog, but I'm a dog person. Deal. But you train your pet to the end of keeping them safe. Mm -hmm. Like this is why it it costs thousands upon thousands of dollars and years upon years to train working dogs, and why not every dog is a working dog? So you train like I when I first got Luna, the first time I took her to the park, and I let her off leash. She tried to run home. And ran in the middle of the street. Mm -hmm. And that terror was like, okay. So we have to do training in the house. Mm -hmm. And then we have to like work it out. Like I can't just take you out and then think I'm going to train you outside on the spot. Right. It's too much stuff going on. So you train your animals or your pets to the extent of keeping them safe in the modern world or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there are those people who train their animals and pets to perpetrate like for entertainment and like skep and spectacle and like, you know, there are dogs that can do all sorts of things and, and cats that surf and all mm -hmm. that stuff like that. Like that doesn't help them stay safe. Right. It doesn't help other, you know, it doesn't help other people stay safe from them. You know what I mean? It's not domesticating them into society yeah. or whatever. Um, 
if you are, and then there's also the, the reasons why people like Jane Goodall are conservationists that work in the wild versus people that like set up zoos mm -hmm. and the people that set up zoos per, versus the people that set up like re refuges, right? Yeah. Which is like a refuge is not there to sell access to tickets to whatever. And so if you want Newt to be the kind of person who is, uh, you know, Sir David Attenborough, Jane Goodall type, he's not training the Sniffler to do his bidding. Right. At the most, he's training the Sniffler so he doesn't run yeah, around the streets in New York just be like, and get hit by a car. High robbery. Right. Like, better high, high larceny. Work. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> but yeah. So I get that. Like, I didn't think about it until you said it in those words. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, um, like there, my, I have a friend who has a Husky and she can do, um, the Husky is very smart. And so there's a reason why she's training them all these little tricks that mm -hmm. you can do like move over a little and like uh, whisper, which is just, it's so cute. Oh. He just, <laughs> and like all this stuff. And it's mostly because he's a Husky Malamute. He looks like a fucking dire wolf. And so mm -hmm. she's taught him a lot of these like circusy type tricks because it helps people feel very safe and like, yeah comfortable around him mm -hmm. you know alex yeah i remember because you had <laughs> mentioned where who was i with maybe i was with connie and you were with connie and Ollie, yeah and we were walking like... to your house and you would mention alex and you're like he looks like he's a big dog and i was like oh word whatever and then we were walking up back to your house and i was like no that's a big ass dog that must be alex <laughs> i was like it's some random people on the street but way. i was like and then luna went up and to luna me, was, was like that's my boy and i was like oh okay that's definitely alex i had never seen these people before in my life or this dog but context clues <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, at, but Alex is a big dog and is a hut like is like a husky possibly I don't think he's the wolf mix. Mm -hmm. There's a dog that we met a couple times who was a wolf mix who whose favorite thing was putting Luna's whole head in his mouth and it was very scary. Um, but like the reason why I mean there are a lot of reasons. The reasons why she trained Alex to do all this stuff is one, because he was too smart and would get bored. So mm -hmm. like it was just a good way for him not to destroy shit. And two, because People would see Alex doing high fives right. and like rolling over and whispering and like, you know, singing on command. And then they would be like, oh, look at that cute right. ass. Instead of like, yo, yo. say the, yeah. <laughs> back up. You're, <laughs> you're a big monster. Exactly. So like, so there are ways in which like other creatures that Newt interacts with, he would train in different ways and there would be reasons for it. But they all, it always has to make sense. Yeah. And the this and then also and this doesn't make sense because when is he last ever using book, this, last this movie? Stuff? The Niffler was like the, the Niffler main was plot Niffler was issue. like I do what I want. Like we saw this, <laughs> we were there. Um, so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, but he tells the Niffler to get looking. Um, and now they're all looking while the now trained adult Niffler sniffs out clues, which again is maybe it's a different Niffler, but like I don't think we so. don't have enough context clues in there. Yeah, we, how many Nifflers? He you? just calls him Niffler. Yeah. So I mean, because we saw in the beginning of the, the, the thing that there's BB Niffler, so maybe maybe we're supposed to believe it's a different one. I don't know, but don't it's not so. well done enough. Um. So Newt's like, that's a Kappa. That's a Japanese water demon. The Niffler is sniffing around, shimmering footsteps. Um, and, and has found a place where Tina stood in front of the Zulu. Um, and then Newt sees the vision of Tina and is like, Tina, Tina. And then turns to the Niffler and says, what have you found? He bends down to lick the pavement. Sorry, the Niffler does, not Newt. <laughs> um, or no, I think Newt 
bends down to, to like the pavement. That's a choice. Yeah, because then Jacob says, and we're looking the dirt now. So that does happen. Um, Newt puts his wand to his ear and listens to a terrifying roar, which again, is not how, like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. This is, yeah, this is, anyway. So then Newt says, Revelio, um, and now they see gigantic paw marks overlaying everything else. So like, he's just he's magical Sherlock all of a sudden and only for this scene yeah and like it doesn't really make sense why like there are other ways to use other people's skills to like get information Aminata we're Quiet. recording there's other ways to get information that would like fit who we've been shown who he is as a character yeah um for sure and uh yeah so then jacob is or so we find out that the zuwu is who made these paw marks um and he's like this one could take one take you from one part of paris uh to, to the, the next. next in a single leap um the niffler shipper is sniffing around more shimmering footsteps and um so i and then another like, place where tina stood so i'm like was tina iced out like why why is he a why does the niffler like i mean this is a question for like in general like when you train a niffler now it can just search for anything as opposed yeah. to like the whole point of that like shining shiny yeah, is this because things. is it because the spell it has her shimmering and if so they're shimmering everywhere it's not just tina yeah so like what's up with the niffler maybe she was just like i you know had the full she was freshly dipped she was shining <laughs> that must have been what was going on because it doesn't really make much sense must why have. why the niffler is even useful in this situation unless it's the spell but then it should be more distracted um Anyway, Newt's like, Jacob, she was here. Tina stood here. She has incredibly narrow feet. Have you noticed? And whatever. Um, then Newt sees a vision of Kama. Um, and Newt's like, then someone came towards her. But there's Newt like a bunch of people. So why does it single out on, on her? On her because and on Kama. she does not Kama. know nor care about any of her characters and how they move and how, and the plot, she don't give, she don't give a fuck. She gives like about that much. Not right. But when you're, but the thing is, is that like you have to care about the shit because when you're watching it, you're like, why? why, why, who, what is happening? What is this? Um, Newt points to a feather from Kama's hat. So that the time when it was like, oh, he has a feather in his hat. Apparently, it was important because it fell off. Is that what happens with feathers that are like in your fedora? Because I'm like, why even put a feather there? Why, I just don't know because feathers. <sighs> so he points to the feather, sniffs it, and looks troubled. A vincigi, uh, a vincig. Of a sure. some some shit. Um, the feather turns like a needle of a compass, pointing the way. Follow that feather, says Newt. Um. So now they're following the feather. It's like a point me spell, except this isn't how the fuck thing. Whatever. Anyway, apparently you can just track anyone. But if that was the case, then why couldn't they find Sirius Black? Why couldn't they find fucking Voldemort? Why couldn't they like? Fine, there's just so many people. So many people. like if the spell existed in the present, that would have it just fucked so up a lot. many people. And also, it's like the, the whole damn order. Voldemort should have just been like, Vort "Oh shit, we." I've been Singardium, motherfucker. Right. Like, <laughs> like what? Why couldn't Harry use it to find Horcruxes? Like he's a, you know what I mean. And it's also like, what do you? What is it about this feather that makes it able to do this or not? Like. It just none of it matters, and none of it makes logical sense. No. 
Which I, um, is a note that I write later. So then they're following Feather, and then Newt remind, remembers that the Niffler is around, and then says Accio Niffler again, and puts um, him back into the case, which is just like, just go pick him up. Like, what? He's right over there. Just be like, or just be like, hey, if he's trained. If he's trained, then like, just be like, hey, come, come on. on. Listen. Like, what? As someone with a semi trained dog who had to chase her around and then carry her last weekend because she found a gopher and that's all that mattered. <laughs> um, you're never trying to pick up your, or Accio, your, your animal. They need to come to you. They need to come to you. It's just, this is trash. Um, because if you're Accioing that Niffler all the time, Something's going on with the so, whole, all the internal All the stuff. internal stuff. But also, the Niffler is not trained, like, no. trained. So if you if the Nif- if the you can't say, come on, we leaving, mm-hmm. then you can't say, go fix it, go find this spell, go do this. The come is the the start. Come is the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Come the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Jacob is chasing after Newt. Uh, scene 49, establishing shot of Paris during the day. Scene 50. Um, so now we're back to the to the dumb shit. I mean, that was like part of the annoying shit. and like didn't really make a lot of sense. But this is we're back with your girl Queenie. Um, I just who approaches the trees in the middle of the square. She coughs, and the roots of the trees rise up and form a bird cage elevator around her, which ascends into the earth. So this is a terrible way to secure, as we see in C fifty one. She's going to the ministry, the, the French Ministry of Magic. This is a terrible like you just gotta walk through some trees and be like, <laughs> like, what if somebody came and they like had a bug and like had something in their throat? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. You just accidentally kidnapping muggles into I'm kept, my maybe. fault. No magiques into the <laughs> French ministry. Magic. Like what? No spell. No, no spell. No spells. Um, also, is there a way in which this, because all these like, these things that she thinks are like cute or whatever, just like set off the litany of questions. Is there some sort of DNA coughing thing where you cough and then like, the spell like, oh, analyzes the, your saliva or whatever. It's like, oh, you got magic. You can, you can come. And then at that point, how much does that cost? What is the upkeep like? Isn't there not an easier way? Walk back and forth, and then say no magic or whatever. Say something like magic. Yes. Just oh, we coughing like mm-hmm. what? Bienvenue. Like, even, like, because I'm just trying to think, like... Vilta. I don't know what that is. Yeah, this is dumb. Anyway, so she, now she's in the, the beautiful the beautiful Art Nouveau uh, French Ministry of Magic. Um, there's a receptionist that's, like, welcome. Um, she says, Queenie's like, I need to speak to Tina Goldstein. She's an American R working on a case here. The receptionist is like, we don't have a Tina here. Can I also, sorry, can I just go back? The uh-huh. receptionist, when she opens, says, says beyond the new, uh, ministers de affairs magique. I'm sorry, I don't know what you just said at all. You don't have to speak French. But she's, yeah. At all. For beyond the new. <laughs> j- j- welcome. Like, what does everyone say when you first walk up to them? Also, you're in Paris. Not that you have to go places and know, like, how to speak the language, because that's yeah. just, like, you know, resources, whatever. Yeah. But like, 
you should at least know the like just the basic like hi you're like (laughs) welcome also the thing that is like really fucking me up is what are the french magical people like because in france just so y'all know if you guys go to france you have to attempt to speak their language or they will look at they will stare you straight in the face they all can speak english like nine like let's say 75 percent of them can speak english but if you come up with them like hello they're gonna look at you and blink you better attempt a bonjour. Mm-hmm. You better attempt a je m'appelle. And then they're going to be like, stop. Stop fucking up my language. Right. I'm just speaking English. <laughs> but the, but the, you better try. And that's the no magic. Right. Right? So, like, what are magical French people like? Oh, some Eng- especially an English yeah. person. Well, no, she's American. Oh, right. She's American. Even more. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, not even more. I think for the French, might like Americans marginally better than the yeah. british but like they they just need to figure it they, she they're not just gonna be like oh go ahead yeah it, but really like she only said that to remind us that we're in paris because nothing else as lots of said earlier, right nothing else reminds, reminds us that we're like in france um so the reception is like we have no tina gold scene here um queenie's like there must be some sort of mistake. I know she's in Paris. She sent me a postcard, but that doesn't mean she's at the ministry. Like y'all don't got owls. You couldn't send her a thing like, Hey, I'm coming to you. Let me know where you at. You couldn't like double check where she was going to be. You could like, does everybody got to check in? We know though, but you, we know you don't have to check in. I don't know, but I just send out do that international travel. the actress that plays Queenie is a fine frenzy. And I'm just like, Oh, do I like her now? I still don't fuck with I mean, Queenie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, interesting information. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, no, like you just you don't. Um, they just have to be other ways to get to get in touch with people and to figure out where they are than to go to the ministry, especially because it's already been established that they don't like Newt had no had didn't have to check in with nobody when he Mm -hmm. went to America. Y'all, they didn't have to check in with nobody when they got when she took her imperious husband to fucking London. So like, I just don't understand why now all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the ministry and only the ministry and figure out where my sister is. Um, but it's also weird because I could see if you think that she's working on a case that you go right, like but also to her like headquarters how do you know or whatever. She's working on a case because Tina has not said that. Her postcard just says, "What a beautiful city." That she part. could be on vacation. Maybe she is working on a case, but she she be I mean, undercover all the time doing shit she's not supposed to be doing. Right. And if she that, told like, if she told them, she told Queenie, "I'm going to Paris to work on a case." But you know your sister, so you know that that don't mean that the ministry knows she's going right. to Paris to work on a case, because the last movie proved that <sighs> Tina doesn't follow orders. Okay. Um, so she reaches for a suitcase, which falls open, and she's looking for her, um, the postcard. Um, and, but she can't find it, because she left it at Newt's house. And, um, but what, what logical sense does it make to go to what is basically an embassy? Mm-hmm. Not even really, but, like, basically go to a large bureaucratic building. Say, I'm looking for Tina Goldstein. She's working on a case. I can prove to you she's working on a case. You know how? Let me show you a postcard that just says sent that by Al here. that says it's a beautiful place. 
do they have their own kind of code or something? Like, I'm just trying to figure out what. What? 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 Harry Potter death. And this <laughs> this is like, it just said so, rescue mission. This is so basic to me. Yeah. Because, like, in terms of just, like, plotting out a story, like, the pieces have to fit together in some way. And there can't be things that you can very easily poke holes in. Like, if you have a hole in your plot, like, it happens. Doctor Who, be riddled with holes. Don't nobody know what's going on. It's lit. It don't mm-hmm. matter. Like, but this is, like, really basic things that you could fix upon, I don't know, revision. Um, that, like, it just is weird that it's here. And there, and then she piles them up to the point where, like, as a viewer, you're just like... What's happening? What's happening? This doesn't make sense. There's what is the point? Nothing matters. Yeah. Um, so as the receptionist shrugs, a genteel elderly elderly lady crosses into the shop behind Queenie. Um, she has a distinctive bag in her hands. We follow her into the elevator where uh Rossier or whatever is waiting. Um, the elderly lady transforms into Abernathy and he pulls out an elaborate box. So my question is after I'm gonna read it. Uh, exactly what I wrote down. Is this polyjuice or transfiguration or crack? It's crack. (laughs) (laughs) And what is this box? Like, what is the point of the box? We don't actually see the box again from what I know. My thing is that the receptionist gave a Gaelic shrug. Gaelic shrug. Yes, it's true. I skipped that. Yeah, I just wanted to go back because that was my only note. What? What does that mean? (laughs) What? You know you're writing this for a global audience, right? Like, Not the five people that live around you in Scotland. The fuck is a Gaelic shrug? shrug? I skipped it because I was like, I don't give a fuck. But now I'm going to look it up. You're going to look it up? It's not going to say nothing. It's not going to say nothing. It's not. It's like the history of of the Gaelic Right, exactly. And that's, oh, French. Okay, so like, what's a French shrug though? Like, what? Okay, so yeah, so something that's typically French, but is there like a specific kind of shrug that French people do, or is it just a regular shrug? I'm about to look. There's a gif. Oh, it's the. I mean, it's the I Elmo? Call it the Kanye shrug. Like, it's I don't the know. Elmo shrug? <laughs> it's a shrug. It's a shrug. It's a regular. It's shrug. a shrug. Literally, Kanye shrug. Kanye shrug. <laughs> like, why? Why? Just say she shrugged. Also, why is she so like just like it's stupid. I don't care. It doesn't. That is universal. Like the French might have put a, their own spin on it, their own yeah. like flair or I whatever, just, but it's think, just yeah, a shrug. Like it's a, and it's not to say that like because obviously like it is a term. Yeah. Know? Um I just yeah, there's just too many moments where she'd be saying shit and I'm just like why anyway scene 52 paris backstreet queenie stands sadly on the street holding an umbrella which before she could she was just using her what i guess she's like in the minute in out in the streets the muggle streets um then does a double take did she just see newt and jacob hurrying from one side street into another of course um, she did because paris is such a small, small city that suddenly they they just happen to be just in front of the ministry of magic um jacob's talking about we want he wants some coffee or some Pan au chocolat or half a croissant or a bonbon because you know we're in France. So mm-hmm. he and also he like he been drugged. That too. He been dragged across the. the he had to get on a portkey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like they probably he definitely needs a nap or some <laughs> food. But at the same time, 
it's just not the time. Um, so okay, so Queenie sets off after Newton Jacob. Um, so absorbed she is, she can now hear Jacob's thoughts, which like turn it off. Like I just this like, oh, she can control it and she can't control it thing is stupid and doesn't make sense and like give her parameters for her so-called legitimacy. Um, she calls after Jacob, but he's gone. Exhausted and lonely, Queenie drops down to the curb in the rain, deafened by the clamor of the thoughts of those in the crowd around her. All of a sudden, which is like, we've already talked about how her brand of legitimacy isn't how it works and mm-hmm. isn't legitimacy, but this is something that like, even her brand of, she doesn't, have doesn't have rules, but it also was like, it's not one of those things. If we've seen her be able to control, like she's not fucking Jean Grey. This is what she's like. <laughs> we've seen her be able to control her power. And like, maybe sometimes she like accidentally overhears some shit, but she's mostly all the times we saw her use her powers in the last movie, it was her deliberately doing it. So now how is it all of a sudden she can't control it? And she was running after Jacob, who she drugged, and then ran, ran away, away from, from And now was running after him. And because he turned a corner or disappeared to somewhere else, you just are like, that's it. Distraught. Distraught. And now all of these, all it's like, the thing is, is it was so, it didn't make sense in the movie, but it's so much more abrupt in the screenplay. In the, in the screenplay. Um, and I concluded that it's cracked. It is. You're correct. So I just, I don't know. Um, so a hand falls on the queenie's shoulder. She turns um, and then it's, it's Prelatrix back <laughs> at it again, who's basically asking her if she's okay. Um, so we're going to pause on that dumb shit for a bit. We're probably going to get back to that next week. I don't know. I haven't read ahead, so I'm not going to say, but that's it for now. Yeah. Um, scene 53, we're at the bird market. Credence and Nagini walk into the shot looking around. Credence steals bird seed as he passes a stall. But why? Because you're a thief? You're Maybe also it's... a murderer. So maybe you might <clears throat> check out. But like, why do you need bird seed? Like, you could steal shit, but like, steal some shit you need, need. or could use. Maybe is it because of the Phoenix thing? Listen. Because he's secretly a Dumbledore. <laughs> so he's just picking it. He's just, just pocketing case. as much just bird seed as it. he needs as soon as this Phoenix seeks oh, him out. Oh, man. I Shout out to the woman. Who allegedly went into a looted cheesecake factory and got a whole cheesecake. Oh, um, I stand. Because, you know, taking advantage of an opportunity, but like with something that is beneficial to you, you know, and can bring I you just, joy. You know, my thing is, is like, just use some sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do do what you got to do, but like, make sure it's what you got to do. You got to. <laughs> like, that's that's more, that's my point. That's the thing. I was talking. He didn't, to, he didn't have to still be yeah. <laughs> like, I was talking to Deb about it, and I was like, I mean, I'm like, you know, I respect it, but also I'm not trying to catch a felony on some cheesecake. So like, it she, couldn't be me. Was, was she? I don't, I feel like she wasn't, but I don't know. From, I couldn't see like her face or anything. Yeah. It's cool. But I'm just not trying to. Catch any smoke no. for a handful of bird seed no. when we just escaped the the underground human circus, and I am so desperate to find out where I come from, mm-hmm. and I need this person's help or whatever. Like I'm here for a reason, you know. This is some rocket shit from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Did you need to take the batteries, bruh? No. Did you have to? 
No. See what happens. Just, Was it worth it? it? Um, Grimson. I don't know if you remember that motherfucker, but that's the one who came out the car out of the. Welcome car. to level seven, yeah. motherfucker. He's coming out the dark during someone else's informational interview. Um, and he watches Credence and Nagini. He goes unnoticed. Scene fifty four. Shortly afterward, Credence and Nagini peer around the corner at a distant number eighteen. Um, a light shines in the attic. Um, Credence is like, she's home. And so, but the question is the person that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. We didn't see him find any information Mm-mm. on her. We don't know why he's looking for her. We don't know who this person is. We don't know really anything about what he's doing. This is the first scene. He he broke out the circus, the guinea, it's time. And now he's coming to see this random person. Uh, Skinder or whatever was like, oh, he's trying to go home or find or learn about his heritage. But we but like, did he find that information at the circus? Like, well, how did, like, we mm-hmm. didn't get any of yep. that. He did. Um, he sure did. So anyway. Um, That's exactly what happened. Now that he's here, he's rooted to the spot. He dare not proceed. Nagini prizes his hand from behind his back. She leads him across the road. Not speaking. Scene 55. Um, Adora, so that we're behind uh, the house or whatever. A door stands open into the yard. They slide through the servants into a servant's passageway. Nagini's nostrils flare, her eyes dart around, dart around, there is something wrong. Which is like, I mean, okay, but there's there's not enough like there could be tension here just because Credence is about to meet somebody who he thinks may or may not be his parent. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that Nagini has sensed something wrong because it also doesn't do anything. Like she's sensed something wrong and then they, shit pops off anyway. Like she didn't actually see nobody. So she's useless here. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, it's buggy all over again. It, Except she's not in the human suit. She's more in Hermione. She's like, oh, this is what Hermione is going to feel like. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna come hither, Harry, and then her mind sees her mind. He's like, I was you. Once. I was you. Once. I was you once. I know what you're going uh, through. Uh, I hate it. Um. Okay. So then, scene fifty six. They reach the landing. A door stands ajar. A shadow cast by lamplight. It's a woman sewing. Uh, the shadow pauses in its work. Nagini is edgy, nervous, looking around, which is like, okay. Um. Irma's like, who is it? Uh, Credence can neither move nor speak. Nagini realizes it um, and speaks. And this is her second line. So she only yep. speaks because Credence can't. Credence can't. And I don't actually know what she says in this because I only I, um, French is not much better it's than your, It's your child, madame. Ah. Okay. Or your children. Like Cease. Um, uh, fee is your children? Something like that. It's basically yeah. like it's your kid. It's your kid. Yeah. Um, she takes Credence's hand, pulls him gently into the room. Mended and freshly washed clothing hangs from the racks in the ceiling. They can see the shadow of a woman. Nagini's senses are hyper alert. She can smell danger. And then just like, I don't remember. I mean, honestly, I think at this point, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So let me yeah. not let me not try to say that Stacey asked showed in the movie because I don't remember. kind of asked, but she's uh, does Nagini have animal senses while she's human? Which possibly it would be a that's a good question. It's a good idea. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, your guess is as good as ours, right. basically. Um, so then Credence is like, Are you Irma? Are you Irma Dugard? Um, and he says, Your name is on my adoption paper. 
um, you gave me to Mrs. Barebone in New York. How does he have <laughs> his adoption paper? Okay, how does he have his adoption papers? Mm -hmm. Where would he have gotten that from? Because mm -hmm. didn't he fuck up the whole mm -hmm. spot where he was living and his mama and his sisters too? Mm -hmm. And so presumably and he would fuck up. And, and me and you. Yep, you see it. Um, <laughs> like, I just, in what way would he just have the, and then didn't he get exploded? So, like, what, what, at what moment would he have still have intact adoption? Didn't he get exploded? He got blued up. He did so get blued up. Figure out he did what, get blued up. In what situation that he got blued up, but the adoption paper His did. pockets remained his intact. Pockets, you know what? Give that seamstress a, a raise. Man. She said, I am, you, I'm, you can't do the things I'm doing. <laughs> I like, see you trying. I just don't understand. I don't get it. They can't give you what I'm giving you. So a tiny hand pushes the last piece of fabric aside. There stands Irma, half elf, half human. Um, what the fuck? I, so oh. when we were watching this, I didn't get that she was half elf. I didn't either. Um, I just thought because like the actress is, is like small. naturally small. Like I just thought like, oh, she's probably like a Little Flitwick or yeah. something. Um. And I guess they, she was talking about like Flitwick might be half goblin or whatever. Even that, like, whatever. It's I just thought she was a little person. And me too. I, and Joe I was like, fucked up and thinks that that makes it magical. Or right. Like, or just, that <laughs> makes it magical, or that it means that like he couldn't be her kid. Yeah. So I was like, that doesn't make sense. But at this point, I'm either tuned out or the rum hit or something happened <laughs> that I kind of this part of the conversation I missed, and then I got to like the end scene, and I was like, oh, some shit popped off. Whatever. Yeah, there's an explosion. Um, there's an explosion, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That's what I remember. Explosion, but I don't remember. It. I didn't remember like why what, like, or what. <laughs> <laughs> we were drinking a lot of rum and, and pausing a lot, and talking shit, and talking a lot. But let's of shit. talk about this half elf thing real quick because I don't want to. I don't want to, but I do want to say that, like, at this point, and I feel like we discussed this. I don't know if it was last week or a couple episodes ago. Um. How she's just saying things mm -hmm. and not thinking about the ramifications or of her the society of, that she's building, right? And like, or like, what that actually means mm -hmm. um, in the long run and like in the past. Like, it's kind of, I mean, not kind of. It's just wild because I because I know she was like oh half elf under being like yeah that's it's cool but it's like not nah, how would somebody come become half elf half human knowing how humans treat house elves mm -hmm. and I I assume also she's like she's a servant so go back so yep, like, go she's, for the wrong she's, she's like I'm not your mother I was a servant um you were a beautiful baby I have missed you so this is just some mammy bullshit like mm -hmm. it's it's bad. And I, to the point where I had to Google, I was like, is this, I couldn't remember what the lady looked like. I was like, is she black? Cause I'm, I might have to fuck some shit up. But she's <laughs> not. Um, I mean, I still would like to fuck some shit up, but like, yeah. that is not. It's, it, at least it didn't, at least it, it in this it particular incident, right. it didn't reach that level. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's awful. And so like you, she, you're a half elf, but now you're still Still servant. You still like what? You don't yes. get any more. Or, you get clothes. She yeah, has some clothes. She has some clothes. You don't get any more rights or human. Like you don't get treated any more humanely. Um, you don't get your own story. No, we like, don't get to know anything about who you are or what you went through. Yeah. Um, 
And that's the so, thing, like, most people, like, so, like, even in the um, chat, like, Bianca and Latte are both saying, like, they just thought that she was a little person, too. Because in my head, I was like, okay, bet. Like, yeah. there's people of all kinds, and that's, you know, you should showcase diversity, but also, like, there is precedent for yeah. that um, in the story. So I was just like, bet. Like, didn't even really think about it. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's not like she has, like, abnormally large ears or anything that would really signal to you that yeah. she has elf blood like i there's no I way because they don't say like she doesn't say it right um it's in the like um in the narrative part i can't think of the word because whatever um no one says oh i'm half elf no um you're supposed to i guess no from that but you wouldn't because who the fuck would think about that because that's fucked up yeah um, so, uh, yeah, Bianca just thought she was a house elf, Latte did too. Um, and then Stace, er, Latte goes, no, Latte asks, half elf like a rape baby? And Stacey's like, that makes the half elf shit so much worse, giving her a mammy personality as well. Um, and it, they made her white because they didn't want the black mammy thing like in the last one, because we had a magical Negro. In the last one, um, and Latte says again, she got clothes without freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, and think Dobby was walking around wearing silks. You know what? To freedom. <laughs> Dobby took a lift <laughs> to freedom. Okay. He said, lift every voice and sing. Oh. He was like, I'm Ubering my way out of here. Uh, All right. So, angle on Grimson. Who's this, watching them from a doorway? This bro. Nagini over here sniff, sensing and sniffing danger, but can't see motherfuckers just standing in the door. In the door. <laughs> He's not even in the corner. He's in not the even door. in the corner that he was in when he was at the Ministry of Magic. He's just in the doorway. Like, I can't. So, Credence is like, why didn't they want me? Why is your name on my adoption paper? Irma says, I took you to Miss Barebone because she was supposed to look after you. So, did anyone confirm beforehand that this was like the right person to send him to? No. Is, are there two Miss Bear, Mrs. Barebones? No one even checked in on Harry. Under right. Like, this is Petunia. This is, like, this is Petunia, right. but like, you know, I with a little you splish off. flash of Salem Witch Trials. Right. That's what Mrs. Barebone was. Great. I'm going to just drop you off with some shit and mm-hmm. hope for the best. Good luck. Know, whatever. Um, Angle on a dark, dark wall behind swaths of fabric, a perfectly camouflaged Grimson. Oh, because now he's he be out here with the camouflage. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Um, emerges from the wall, raises his wand, aims for the silhouetted figures, and dispatches a killing curse. Uh, we hear a body fall. Nagini screams. Credence's shadow has vanished. Grinning, certain of triumph, Grimson slashes away the smoking fabric until he stands facing Irma, dead on the floor. So that's it. She's gone. Um, also, what's wild is that we've learned nothing. No. Like, there, we there's learned, no point. We learned there is no that Credence thought that she might be his mama, but she wasn't. Right. So, Which means, we and, and the went thing is, in a circle. But, but she didn't, and she doesn't offer up more Who his mama is. Or even, like, where, uh, like, where she doesn't go. say anything. Like, you know, sometimes, like, they be, like, she didn't fall, go, and she's, like, holding her hand goes, the candle on the shelf, or whatever, you know what I mean? She's not, like, Brother. Right. She doesn't say anything before she dies. She just dies. In which case, like, which again, like, obviously it's how the killing curse works. So, like, at least that magic <laughs> remains for some reason. Um, Constant. But there's no, concept. like, it's just, oh, I took you to Mrs. Barebone because she was supposed to look after you. Like, we already know he was with Mrs. Barebone. We know it didn't work out. So, like, what else are we supposed to 
<laughs> Portia said, "If you think if you think of these movies as random video game side quests, it kind of works." <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, this is a movie of B plots with no A with plot. No A plot. It's just like, what are we even supposed to? What even matters here? And the thing is, is like, she if this is what's going to happen, she should could have cut this entire scene and avoided the racism. And the it's like, cute that you think she wanted to avoid. She didn't. The Clearly, racism. she didn't. No, she definitely no, she didn't. courted the race because this is like, what's the point? Like, if and if it's gonna be here, if, if you're gonna hire this woman to like take Debase on this herself, role, yeah, like give her something to do. Like, give her some kind of information. Like, Credence does all this shit, and like, we don't learn shit. So we don't learn shit. He don't learn shit. Could have at least gave Nagini another line. Instead, she just screams, and that's all we get. She has two lines so far. I'm keeping count. Um, Okay, so Grimson looks up at the ceiling. The Obscurus is swirling like thick black smoke. In a flash, Grimson conjures a dome shield around himself and Irma's body, which, I mean, why? And, like, you killed her, so I don't... We'll find out. Anyway, the Obscurus dies... The, the Obscurus dives, pelting the shield charm like a million bullets, rising and reforming and diving again. But I will say, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. It looked but cool. It looked cool. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. It kept on. doing this like breathing type yeah. of thing. I didn't know he was pelting it, trying to like bust the shield charm. I didn't even know it was a shield charm. I thought the time stone had somehow gotten in <laughs> We were That's in like that. Zone. We were in that whole Doctor Strange, like repeating the same uh, two seconds thing. That's what I thought was happening. But so obviously, I was completely wrong as to what was going on. But it did look cool. It did. Uh, and then now the Obscurus expands in fury, smashing apart the attic like a tornado. Grimson smiles up at the Obscurus. We'll meet again. He disapparates. We'll meet again is not something he says. I guess we're just supposed to get that that's like what mm-hmm. he's thinking, but like, who gives a fuck? Um, mingling with the debris of the destroyed attic, the Obscurus slams inward and Credence reforms. He stands looking down at the tiny body. Why? That's it. That's where we are. Why? How did we get here? Oh. I don't want to fucking be here. So scene 57, um, fresh from Irma's, so it's alleyway in the afternoon, fresh from Irma's murder, um, Grimson stands in the covered alleyway beneath the bridge. Um, Grindelwald appears. She's dead, um, says Grimson. Grindelwald is like, how did the boy take it? Grimson shrugs. He's sensitive. The ministry won't be happy when I tell him I've missed. When I tell them I've missed, they know my reputation. Like, why take on the are they is he gonna get paid regardless? Because yeah, why take on that job? No, I think I don't know if he's he gonna get, get paid, paid regardless. Front, up front? Like, but I'm he's to trying out. to get two bags. He's an acolyte who's also trying to get a bag from the ministry. But he just wanted to be put in a position legally where he could have killed Irma and left him alone. Instead of just like Got kill, it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um then Grindelwald says, Listen to me. The disapproval of cowards is praise is praise to the brave. Your name will be written in glory when wizards rule the world. I thought we weren't supposed to say that part out loud. Mm-mm. Anyway, and the clock is ticking faster, which now reminds me of uh, uh, it's office when I tick top. <laughs> um, you watch over Credence, keep him safe for the greater good, and then Griffin says for the greater good. 
and then that's it. I'm gonna write. Who cares? Yeah. And you need to give your order because I they're will. having a whole moment in the thing. They're, they're in. Never mind. I'm no. I'm trying. You're not gonna take her off her journey. Um. <laughs> Uh, so MVP, I don't, I don't have one and, and not even try to think, not, didn't even try, but I asked, <laughs> I asked the question. <laughs> I'm going to keep asking the question. No, yeah. Somebody might have someone one. might have like, one. It, it happens. Um, and guess what? Latte says Luna, the dog, the best beast in this episode. And I agree. She's a good girl. So cute. I put it a picture in the sl- in the Slack of Luna and Alex um, tussling. So she's there. She made her presence known. Bench. I still. Everyone. Everyone. Because it was too many people. Because I was like, Grindelwald's out here. Grimson's being dumb. Queenie's still out here. Queenie's being still dumb. out here being wild. Newt's over here. Act Yo and the Niffler. J.K. Rowling is being racist and a turf. Like I just N- everybody. Nagini is not saying no words. Lines. Uh, Credence is stealing bird feed because, and I mean, I guess I could have MVP'd Irma for living her life and doing her best, but she she died. Um, yeah. Portia MVP's magic for breaking its own laws, willy nilly, rebellion is as rebellion does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bench. I'm gonna bench someone, and that someone is going to be Grindelwald because this is a convoluted ass plan. Just go kill Irma. Why would you wait to for him to not to find the thing? I don't like. What, what difference does it make? It's if real. He gets there. And she's already dead, or you kill him, kill her in front of him. Because why would he then love or trust you when you killed his chance of finding the people? Like, it would be better if he got there and she was already dead and, like, couldn't trace it back to you. Um, Oh, Bianca's right. Irma gave him to an abusive mother, so I can't MVP Irma either. Um, so Latte bitches JK. This lady really wrote a slave rape baby description that we didn't need. Um, and didn't even innocent. It doesn't anything. add anything. We had no clue when we we're didn't even catch like, it. What's so, so what's the point? Um Portia benches authority, Hollywood authority who approved of this drivel ministry and orders and all other authority figures in the series because what are they even doing? Yeah. Stacy bitches everyone involved in the creation of the screenplay and allowing this to become an actual movie. And that's it, y'all. We're still here and we still have more scenes to go. We do, but we have less than we did. We have less than we did before we started this one. So okay. thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be doing scenes 58 through 62 um, of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Did we just do 58? No, we did 57. Okay. Um, follow along. Let us know who you think is a real MVP and who has been for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at Black Girls Create, uh, hashtag Wizard Team. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.